Good morning, folks. How are we doing today? Great. Good morning. Yeah, we got a whole bunch of people on already, too. That's good. Love it. Okay. Um, so t- uh, I got good news and bad news. The good news is Murad, I believe, is doing better. Bad news is he's in the hospital with COVID. So you got me today, folks. So hopefully he'll come out soon and be the fine and glorious person that he is. That's why I asked him to be my interview today. So, um, but let's get started. So I got an interesting topic for you guys today. So I was thinking, you know, with all the craziness we have going on, hold on one second. I unfortunately had to mute you so the recording is is good. Um, But I want you guys to ask questions because this is a good topic. My topic today is how good is your bad? How's that? How deep? Very deep. So um, meaning that how good are you when things aren't going well? You know, something happens and, you know, you have an injury or you have, uh, you know, like, you know, I got a couple guys on my last call, one knee operation, the other one's had a foot that's uh, been terrible forever and they both still maintain great attitudes and, you know, doing as much business as they can. And so what happens uh, when things go bad for you, all right? So, um, okay, so, and once again, hit star six, ask questions. I love when you guys ask questions, interject and so forth, because you have been mutified. Okay, so how good is your bad? Meaning that, okay, here's, here's what I know, all right? Um, I call it it, I-T, not to be confused with the clown. I was calling it it before the clown even existed. <laughs> it means some people have it, everybody can develop it, but some people choose not to have it. And that's a certain... And it's not like Tom Brady it, which is off the charts, but it's really a version of that, meaning that I've decided I'm going to maximize my potential. I've decided I'm going to have a wonderful life. I've decided things are going to go my way. It's a decision. It starts with a don't tell yourself you're a victim ever. You're not. Okay, we have this going on in our country. It's still the best country in the world. You can do anything you want to do here, okay, if you're willing to work for it. Some people start off with a little bit more of a challenge than others. That's true, but that's the way life is, unfortunately. Um, but I do know that small, talk, tall, old, young, yellow, you know, black, white, you know, you can do what you want to do in this country if you really want to. So if you want to have it, it's available. Acquire it. And that is how do you get it? By the actions you take. It's nothing more. Watch the thoughts you have, and the actions you take. So good days and bad days are all part of the process. You know, like if you play golf at all, you understand that probably as well as anybody. You don't play golf bad one day and go, never playing again. Oh, I've heard somebody say that last weekend, yes. But they're only kidding, all right? But it's, you have to be able to put up with the bad days. There are good days, there are bad days. They're all necessary in the process, okay? Once again, so that's number one is develop it. Okay, capital I, capital T. It's really, um, I'm going I'm to give it, a, I'm going to call it an acronym for intense thinking. Intense thinking. It, that's where it starts. Okay, people go, well, that's a little, uh, you know, um, obsessive. Okay. Do you know anybody who's super successful that's not a little obsessive about what they do? They talk about it all the time. You have to be a little obsessed. I, you know, people talk like it's bad. Like I know when people say, oh, uh, I remember when my, young, my oldest son was first diagnosed with ADHD and they're like, oh, 
it's actually a handicap or a disability. I'm like, you're kidding me. It's actually a gift. Because if you use it right, it's incredible how, like, you know, my son was tested and he was on medication as a kid for a short period of time, which I wasn't crazy about. But, um, but they'd have the parents take the test. I came up in like the 89th percentile, which means only 11% of the world is more ADHD than me. I was like, perfect. They're looking at, well, that's not good. Well, why is it bad? Where is it? Show me in the rule book where it says it's bad. So, I mean, you have to be a little upset. Anybody, listen to Steve Jobs talk at Stanford University, the one that's on YouTube that everybody listens to. You know, it's really about that. You have to be, to the average person, somebody who's successful actually looks a little crazy. But who's crazy? The average person or the person achieving at a higher level? I think you know my answer. Okay, so that's point number one. Develop it. And it starts with intense thinking. That's definitely it. Okay, the next one is um, there's only a problem if you think there's a problem. Okay, there's only a problem if you think there's a problem. Um, sometimes problems are the best thing that ever happened to you. They motivate you. They get you frustrated. Frustration is good if it drives you to the next level. It's not bad. Frustration is necessary, just like resistance is necessary if you want to get in shape. You know, they don't make air weights, you know, where they, you know they, where they have the weights, they look really heavy, but they're made of air, they wouldn't do anything for you. You have to go through the struggle, okay? It's part of the process. The struggle isn't bad. It's good. People call it the grind today, whatever you want to call it. It's part of the process, okay? So understand problems are just by definition. I would call them opportunities, if you overcome adversity and, and problems in your life, you'll never be more proud of yourself. But you have to get through there. Okay? So um, that's, it's part of the process, folks. If you want to change, this is number three on my list. If you want to change, it starts with you. Okay, if you, you know, who said that? Be the change you want to see in the world. I think it was Martin Luther King. I think it was Gandhi. I think a lot of people said it different ways, but it really means the same thing. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela's speech, if you want to hear a great one, listen to his. He basically says, stop playing small to make other people feel comfortable. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what he says. It's okay to be outrageous, outlandish, and uh, be the performer or the, uh, you know, whatever you want to achieve is up to you. I love that. But remember that all of these, but you, when you have a bad day, you can't throw away everything you've worked for so you got to keep moving all right so um number one develop it starts with intense thinking there's only a problem if you think there's a problem because really it's an opportunity upside down if you want things to change start with you that's the only way it is then my next one number four is there's no such thing as failure okay only opportunities only excuse me only learning opportunities Every time you fail, you're learning something new. And they're all necessary. Okay, so anybody, once again, if anybody plays golf, you go to the driving range, your lights out. You, go to the, you get on the course, all of a sudden, it's not so good. Whole different situation. You're playing with a little bit of stress. You're playing, you know, against three or four other people, however you're playing. So there's no such thing as failure. Only every time you fail, you should learn something. Unless you're the victim mentality, which is not your fault. And, you know, if you had those kids and that spouse and, you know, whatever, 
you know, it, 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 nobody cares. Just remember that. I mean, don't get me wrong when I say that. I mean, they'll, they'll sympathize with you, but ultimately you're the only one that goes home with you and your family every night. So it's important that you understand that. Okay? Um, so there's no such thing as failure, just learning opportunities. Number five on my list is you don't always get what you want. Sometimes it's better. Okay? As the great philosopher Mick Jagger once said, you can't always get what you want. All right? But sometimes it's better. Like I'll tell you the story about me. I mean, I'm prospecting. I mean, I think op- Look, the universe is incredible. You can call it God. You can call it the universe. You can call it both. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it a lampshade. I don't care. But there's something out there that's obviously, uh, I mean, the world just didn't happen by accident. Let's face it. All right? So I'm prospecting years ago. And my point is when you're consistent, the universe delivers surprises sometimes if you're open to them. So I'm prospecting for years expires for sale by owners. I get this gentleman who says to me, uh, it's a piece of land. I would, I, look at this, this is my range back then. In one year, I had an $18,500 mobile home sale in a park on leased land. And they bought a $200,000 home for me. Okay, and I charged a minimum $3,000 commission back then to do that. You know, so that was, that was deep. my average commission at that time was 3,800. So three wasn't terrible. So, um, and I'm prospecting and prospecting and prospecting. And, um, you know, one day I get a piece of land, 39.9, one piece of land. Gentleman's name was Tom. I still remember it. Overalls, baseball cap, actually a John Deere baseball cap. And uh, so I sell it to a builder friend of mine, subject to the whole, subject to the sale of a home. I sell the home, we, he builds it, and the guy goes, wow, that was pretty good the way you did that. I said, thank you. He called me six months later, had me come to his house. He goes, I, I need you to come to my house. I want to show you something. I go, he goes, don't worry, you'll, you'll like it. I go, okay, I'm on my way. So I went to see him, and he had not one mile hour of a lot, but a whole subdivision plan with 28 lots on there. And he goes, I like what you did with that lot. I put this all in myself. It's basically my retirement fund. I don't need all the money right away. So if you want to do something like that with individual lot prices, because they're all different, and you know, they were from 1.8 acres to like four acres, and uh, I'd like to sell them. We, can we work? So, I, so, I, I, did, so I, I listed all 28. He said, I want you to get paid, list them. And then uh, so I went, sold them to one builder, closed five of them right away. So I got listing and sale, boom. And then I listed all the lots on there, and double-ended about half of them myself. I wasn't planning on, it wasn't, I wasn't, someday I want to, no, it, it was because of all the prospecting I had done. And it actually catapulted me into new construction and whole kinds of other stuff, but I had never even thought of that as a possibility. So um, when you're prospecting and you're consistent for a long, that didn't happen in a year. That was like three, four years of consistent prospecting. And all of a sudden this thing came out of nowhere. And it was a terrible market. We were at the tail end of a terrible market headed back up to good, and that's why I was able to pull that up. Because if it was like a market like today, he'd be able to sell the lots himself. He wouldn't need me, okay, in a crazy market like that. All right, so um, opportunities happen if you just keep going, right? You don't always get what you want. Sometime, okay, it's better. So remember that.
You don't get this thing you're working for, you're working for, you just stay with it all of a sudden, the better. And I guarantee you, every one of you has an example of that in your life that you can go to. Okay? So that's number five on my list. Number six is appreciate the present moment. You know, this is such a big one. This was a really tough one for me to learn. I don't think I learned it until I was in my mid-40s. All right? And that is, look, you only have 24 hours a day. Today ain't coming back. Once it's over, it's over. Enjoy the process. Like, you know, one of my pet peeves is you're in real estate and you say things like, it's Wednesday. Friday's two days away. I'm like, you're in real estate. Friday's just another day that ends in why. When you're, it's not like you're a nine-to-five worker. I can understand when someone who works nine-to-five said that, but when you say to me, hey, it's on, I love this. Here's my favorite. On Thursday, it's Friday Eve. What the hell are you talking about? All right, so, and everybody wants to rush through the week. Nobody wants to get old, but everybody wants to rush through the work and can't wait to retire. I'm like, it doesn't even make sense if you think about it. If you actually, but remember, I was one of those people too. Okay, now I'm like, I don't care if I ever retire. I love what I do. I want to keep doing that. I've loved real estate for years. I still, I mean, even if I went back to selling, okay, it's okay. I love my job and I'll do this job forever. But if I went back into real estate, I mean, that's, that's my second favorite thing to do after coaching and training and motivating and so forth, all right? So appreciate the present moment. You only get one of these. Matter of fact, try to appreciate each hour at a time. I mean, look at, this says a lot coming from the poster child for ADHD, trust me. It took me a long time to develop this. Many failures, many mistakes, and many blown opportunities, but learning opportunities to figure that out. You, look at, you can't, make tomorrow you can't make yesterday better it's impossible it's a canceled check it's already been run through the bank get over it good or bad you cannot influence tomorrow with your head only in tomorrow it has to be in today so appreciate the present moment all right that's number six on my list here's number seven which is really tough for people because people think well you don't care no i do care don't be attached or i should say don't be so attached of course you're going to be attached they didn't list with me. I want to run into oncoming traffic. I'm like, that happens all the time. Did you do your job? Yes. Did you present? Yes. Okay, well, what did you learn from it? I mean, people didn't list with me. Usually when I, usually when I didn't get one I should have, I always got one I shouldn't have. It just comes, what is tomorrow, a week from now, two weeks from now, or you get one you shouldn't have, and then when you should, it all comes out in the wash. As long as your batting average is decent. Okay? As long as your batting average is decent. All right, so don't be so attached. That is a full-time job. I will be honest with you. It doesn't happen overnight. All right, that's another one. Okay, so here's another one. Number eight, frustration and fears are good. Absolutely. Without frustration. Think about this. All right, how many times have you had three or four pending or just cash two checks and all of a sudden you don't feel like prospecting? You may take time off. You get complacent. All right, so the key is frustration and fear is good. Frustration drives you. If you use frustration properly, it drives you to do what you need to be doing. It drives you to get better. Uh, look at our country. Our country has made major changes when it's the most frustrating. Okay, frustration and fears are good. 
fears, remember the acronym, false evidence appearing real, false evidence appearing real. It, great, you know, awesome people are the same as ordinary people. They just do extra ordinary things, which means they do extra stuff. That's all it is. And they feel the fear and do it anyway. Okay, if you want a quick uh, 170-something page read on this, read my book, Success is a Verb, or listen to it on Amazon, I mean, excuse me, on YouTube for free. Okay, while you're at it, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have all the training stuff on there. Listen to my podcast. It's all free, 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 free. And I'm all about helping you guys sell real estate in whatever volume you decide that is. So frustration drives you to the next level. If you're not a little afraid, you're not trying enough. If you're not making mistakes, you're not trying enough. Remember, rejection, okay, watch, resistance in life is normal. I mean, gravity is resistance. You don't wake up and go, hey, you know what, gravity, not for me today. I'm going to float around. doesn't happen that way, okay? doesn't matter what I think. I'm subject to about 198 pounds of gravity every single day. All right, whatever you weigh, you're subject to that amount of gravity every single day. All right, if you want to come to work, you got to drive your car. You know, think about it. If you take your foot off the gas, you eventually, gravity is everywhere. You have to just, you don't, you, you don't even argue with gravity because it is. It's the same thing with rejection and selling. It just is. It's not, don't take it personally. Don't get yourself all beat up. It's part of the process. It's like lifting weights. Don't, you can't lift, you know, weights that aren't, don't have weight to them. Yeah, but my weights are fool everybody. They say 50 pounds, but they actually weigh 50 ounces. Who are you fooling? You know, you have to go through the process. I know it sounds corny, but butterflies, you know, they're in a little cocoon, caterpillar, whatever. They, it, the process of them wiggling out and struggling, that's how they get all the fluid out of their wings. If you went up and slid a little hole and helped it out, you would kill it. No struggle, no butterfly. Right? No, that's, that's called life, guys. You have, to, you have to just, so how do you embrace a little bit of struggle? I mean, I know I call it how good is your bad, but it's really not bad. It's part of the good. It's all part of the process. Day and night, 24 hours. Okay, good and bad in your life. It all comes out. But the more you continue, okay, down this road, the better things get for you. So frustration and fears are good. Understand they're just part of the process. Right? Meditate. That's number eight. Number nine on my list is meditate for moments of joy. In other words, you know what? Okay, so what does that mean? It's going to sound crazy once again, but I do stuff like this all the time. Uh, do you remember when you were like six years old and you, did, you still believed in Santa Claus and it was Christmas Eve? Okay. Or, you know, if you're a different faith, Hanukkah, or whatever, you know, I mean, think about it, how excited you got going to bed knowing, or whatever, whatever was an exciting part for you, that feeling of excitement you have, I believe if you meditate, you can create that excitement about your goals, your relationships, your life, your whatever it is, but you have to spend time doing it. Remember, it was extremely tough for me to learn how to meditate because I, my mind doesn't stop and yours probably doesn't either. But you can, you just refocus it to something else. 
you can create, you get better at visualizing. You get better at meditating the more you do it. That's a big one, by by the way, right there. It'll affect your heart rate, your blood pressure, your health if you meditate. I do it every morning when I first get up and every night while I'm going to sleep. It could be sometimes, I mean, I don't know, sometimes it takes me five minutes to fall asleep, sometimes it takes me half an hour, whatever. I even visualized the perfect golf shot, which I learned in psycho-cybernetics. Right? And that's the thing now. Just because I visualize, does that mean every shot is going to be good? As a matter of fact, um, I saw Tiger Woods do an actual um, talk about this, how good is your bad. Yeah, I don't know if it was titled the same, but it was pretty close. Anybody can play golf on a day that they're doing good, but what happens if you, you're out of bounds or you're here or you're there? And a lot of people, it gets into their head and it screws up the rest of their golf. It's only one shot. It doesn't make or break. You got to, you know, if you have, on a par four, if you have two really good shots, you're probably going to bogey the hole, which for me is damn good. I love, I, I think I got three pars yesterday, maybe four. But I also got one eight, two sevens, <laughs> and I shot a 96, which is getting better for me. Tough course, too. Right? But am I going to get mad because I made a bad shot? I mean, I see people break clubs and throw stuff. I'm like, you're missing the point here. Still talking, Rick? Can't hear you. Okay, folks. I hope everybody can somebody unmute themselves and just let me know you can hear me. I got disconnected. It happens now. And then. I can hear you now, but I couldn't hear you just moments ago. Same. Yeah, I, I got just. I was. All right. Thank you. Okay, so I I got disconnected. I'm back now. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, since somebody's unmuted themselves, does anybody have a question so far? Okay, good. I only got a couple points left, so I'm glad you guys all stayed on. I still said there was a bunch of people on. So number 10 on my list is um, don't compare yourself to others. That's the number one thing that will drive you crazy, by the way. You're not living their life. I just had this talk with a very good top producer. Do you know what's going on in their life? Do you know exactly how much money they spend? Do you know? You don't. Your mind's telling you they're better than me, which is crazy if you think about it. Don't compare yourself. If you're going to compare, compare yourself to yesterday, get a little better today. Every time you start doing that to yourself, stop it and remind yourself that it has no value. Next one says, stop, you know, uh, a lot of people have a victim mentality. Get rid of that. Well, if you have, you know, believe me, I've had stuff happen in my life, too. It's not, uh, it doesn't, okay, watch. You are responsible. Everything in your life that's happening to you is because of you. As soon as you, and even if that's not true, okay, you still should live your life that way anyway because it just makes you better. Okay, so victim mentality, eh, get rid of it, no good, won't help you. Unless you want to justify where you are. If you want to get to the next level, it doesn't help you. All right? And, and then my number 12 is anything is possible. Anything is possible. 
okay, as long as you're willing to do what it takes to change. Anything is possible. So how good is your bad? Okay, remember what, okay, you can develop it. Remember that, IT, starts with intense thinking. There's only a problem if you think it's a problem. If you want things to change, start with you. There's no such thing as failure, only learning opportunities. You don't always get what you want. Sometimes it's better. Appreciate the present moment. <clears throat> like live in the now. I know it sounds crazy. You matter of fact, read that book by Eckhart Tolle. Incredible book. Uh, don't be so attached. Very tough, but definitely doable. And you're not going to be perfect at any of these. Frustration and fears are good if used properly. Meditate to a moment of joy. Don't compare yourself to others really bad. Don't be a victim, and anything is possible as long as you're willing to do what it takes to make the changes. Remember, all of us are a sum, sum total of the habits that we have in our lives. That's what we are. If you want to change where you're going, change your habits. It takes about a 30 to 60-day commitment to take the body through the motions of new habits until they become a habit. And now you have a new habit. Okay, it's really that simple. I didn't say it was easy because you're going to try to talk yourself out of it. Okay, as we all do. All right. Now, any questions for me? All you have to do is hit star six and I'll be able to hear you. Star six and I can hear you. Questions about anything we covered today? All right, folks. Well, thanks for being Okay, on the call today, really appreciate you. I got, remember, I got Facebook Live coming up tomorrow and Thursday. We got another podcast next Monday. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast and all that good stuff, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you very much for your time. I'll see you, Rick. Bye. Thank you. Bye.